Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Our good buddy Mark Daniels, the reporter for 1440 AM and 101.9 FM, WNFL in Green Bay, at Mark Daniels WNFL. You can find him on Twitter. Mark, how you doing? I'm good, Bill. How are you? I am doing extremely well. Was there anything there in that Aaron Rodgers press conference that you found eyebrow-raising? No, not really. It was very diplomatic, very measured, very thoughtful. Um, I thought he was fine. Uh, nothing really out of the ordinary. I I understand how he really loved, you know, working with all the backups, you know, throughout his career, and Matt Flynn's still a close friend, and you know, whether it was, you know, Red Hundley, Deshaun Kaiser, whoever, you know, Tim Boyle, that's all good. Uh, but none of them were a threat to Aaron Rodgers' playing time. And this mm-hmm. kid is. Not now, but he will be. And so uh, that's very different, obviously, than what's been going on in Green Bay since Rodgers took over from Favre in 2008. So uh, I thought that was interesting. And and Aaron's right. I mean, the decision about whether he wants to finish his career in Green Bay is no longer Aaron's. If the Packers, uh, you know, feel love is ready, uh, and Rodgers has any decline in production uh, or play uh, within the next two years, they're going to move him and uh, and move on. Uh, it's just it's a young man's game. I don't care if it's Brett Favre. I don't care if it's Peyton Manning. I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers. It's a young man's game. So, uh, look, I think Aaron doesn't really need extra motivation, but it, for him to say, well, no, this this is my vote motivated by consistent play. He was always motivated by getting two Super Bowls at least because he wanted to be that step ahead of what Brett Favre did. He was always motivated by doing, say, his presser at his locker as opposed to, you know, up at the podium the way Brett Favre did. He was always the guy that wanted to be better, not necessarily statistically, but better with the football, more precise, more. This is, uh, to me, to say it's not going to add extra motivation, no, that's not true. We all know how Aaron Rodgers, how he burns. I think this will fuel him as to how much and the way he'll perform. I, I don't know. I, I, I still think from that Anthony Barr injury, there's some physicality there that every now and then, and you see it as well as I do, he throws a ball and it's inexplicably in the ground. Or you're like, what the hell was that? That's not Aaron Rodgers. So to me, I just want to see how Aaron Rodgers plays, not motivationally, but just plays in general and within the confines of the offense, right? 
Yeah, I agree, and he's going to be playing a different. He's he's got to play a different offense. This isn't Mike McCarthy's, uh, you know, uh, option at the line. Audibles and checks. Uh, if he doesn't like it, uh, check out of it. It happened a lot more than people realized it happened uh, over the last couple of years. Uh, that Rogers was really running the offense of Mike McCarthy uh, and running more of the Rogers offense than the McCarthy offense. But now Matt LaFleur, I think, is, is trying to instill in Aaron that, look, my offense is going to improve your career, prolong your career, rather than relying on you to make the extended great play time and time again. Let's just Get the running game going. Let's utilize Aaron Jones. Let's develop, you know, tandem receiving options and things like that and and make plays, sure, uh, but uh, you don't have to make the great play every snap. And and I think if Aaron can buy into that, um, you know, I'm going to give LaFleur the benefit of the doubt. They got a lot out of last season uh, offensively. And here's another thing, Bill, that just strikes me that, all this weaponry talk about, yeah, why did they get another wide receiver? The four best games of Rodgers' passing season last year were when Adams was walking around in a boot. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, Those were by far his best games statistically, yardage-wise, touchdown-wise, than any other collection of four games with Adams on the field. So the, the weapons are there. And if uh, it's all played in the offense that LaFleur wants to, uh, see deployed, I think you can still be very competitive. So I, I keep going. I keep hearing in my head or seeing it in my eyes when I close them, that Bleacher Report article by Tyler Dunn where Mark Murphy says, don't be the problem. Whether he said it or not, that's up for conjecture. I mean, we'll, whatever. We can argue about that till the day is long. But is this then, like just like you said, his best games are when he was forced to look in different directions to actually run the offense. So is that part of the decision, do you believe, to go ahead and pick up Jordan Love? No, I think the decision to pick up Jordan Love is that the Packers, Gutekunst, I think more so than maybe LaFleur, were really enamored with this guy's potential and ceiling, and they think he can be a really good starting quarterback for years to come when and if he gets on the field. I, you know... Ronald Wolf and Ted Thompson constantly talked about, look, you've got to take the players you think are really good players, regardless of position. They think he's a really good player who just happens to play quarterback. Uh, did he make the team better right now? No. Could he make the team better in five years? Uh, time will tell. But if they believe what their scouting eyes tell them, then they've got a chance. Uh, in the meantime, Aaron has got to just, Really, shut up and play. Just play, Aaron. Okay? And, and if he does that, I think things will take care of himself. Love is not going to be better than Rodgers in two years. He's probably not going to be better than three or four years. But at about that time frame, the Packers are going to have to make the decision. We can't ex- They're not going to extend Rodgers into his 40s. As much as Aaron would love to play into his 40s, He's not going to be a 40-year-old quarterback in Green Bay, one way or the other, in my opinion. So this is it. We're going to run this thing out here for the next couple of years. And when uh, they believe love is ready, I, I think they'll be, they won't be. They will bat an eye about, look, there's going to be 20 teams in the NFL when Rodgers is through the next two years that are dying for a quarterback, even if it's an end-of-the-line good quarterback. 
then the Packers will be able to do something in that regard, make a trade or have them move on or something else like them along those lines. So I think they're still in a pretty good position. In the meantime, Aaron's just got to just play. Uh, it, it just be Aaron Rodgers. And you know, I agree with you, Bill, in that regard, is that he hasn't been very Aaron Rodgers-like for the last three or four years. He's had his stretches. He's certainly had his games. But injuries have been piling up. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's starting to take a toll. I don't think he's as nimble as he once was. He even talked about that on Friday. You know, if the legs are gone, you're done. Uh, and his legs right. are still okay, uh, because I know his arm and his head and all that other stuff is so far superior to anything else out there in the NFL right now. But if his legs go, he's going to become uh, a, a much easier quarterback to defend. Uh, by the way, we're talking with Mark Daniels from WNFL in Green Bay, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. So, we, like you said, they believe we believe you believe they have the weaponry to go ahead and, and have this team and have you know make this team pretty good. So that being said, do you think that the second year of this offense with Dylan, with Degaro, with with what they've added, a little bit of different dynamic to all of this, that this offense is in essence ready to go? I think it'll be okay. I do. Uh, if they stay as committed to the ground game as they want to be, um, I, I hate to just say, look at the 49ers, but look at the 49ers. I mean, they ran it 59% of the time last year. And obviously, you know, in the championship game, you know, what did they throw? Eight passes, 10 passes and blew the doors off this Packer team, which I thought was okay against the run. Uh, but obviously not because they ran it very well and executed so well. That's what LaFleur wants with Jones. That's what he wants from Jamal Williams. And that's what they think they want with A.J. Dillon, who's a much bigger, stronger guy with burst. Add a tight end who's an H-back type of position. And I want to say Kyle Chusek, all right, that's fine. That's what they think Josiah DeGuar could be. Uh, but on the perimeter, I think they certainly have guys that can make plays. Uh, you know, I think Adams is great. You know, I think Lazard has potential. I can't imagine uh, MVS and EQ are going to be uh, not a little bit better, uh, but I think substantially better this year than they were last year, obviously healthy in EQ's case. So I think, yeah, I think the offense in the second year, it certainly worked great with Matt Ryan. Uh, he was an MVP quarterback when, you know, LaFleur was his quarterback coach in year two of the Shanahan-type system. So, I'm expecting this uh, to be a better offensive team than it was last year, even without Jimmy Graham, even without Geronimo Allison, and even without Brian Balaga. That's the one big question. I think that's the real hole that, to me, hasn't been addressed, and that's the right tackle position. Uh, Also, uh, I wanted to ask you real quick before I let you go, and it's completely off of the Packers' topic, but uh, kind of weird timing coming out of UW-Green Bay yesterday, the firing uh, of their head coach, their head basketball coach, Link Darner. Uh, anything on that? I mean, did that shock you as much as it shocked yeah. me? Yeah, it did. It really did. Um, you know, I think Link has uh, has established, a, you know, a style of play. They've been competitive in the Horizon League. They finished in the top four in four of his five years. They won the league tournament title in his first year. Went to a CIT championship game just two years ago. Uh, I, but it wasn't the current athletic director who hired him. They just brought in a new chancellor, and I have a feeling this is almost. 
I, I have a feeling, I don't know this for sure, but I think it's personality-driven. I think there's a real clash there between uh, Charles Guthrie and Link Darner. Uh, and to fire a guy who has six years left in his contract, I'm sure they gave him a very attractive buyout, but this is a cash-strapped uh, Division One program. Uh, that it, it's stunning to me that they made this move when they did here in May, just as he's wrapping up recruiting, and now all of these kids are left in the lurch. And I think they have some talent coming back, so I just think it's a really curious move, and no one's explaining exactly why, other than we've just agreed to part ways. But I'm sure there was a buyout uh, much more amenable than the six years uh, at 235. That's about 1.38 million dollars. This is for a Division One program that is outdrawn by its women's program, okay? The women's right. team in Green Bay is far more popular than the men's team in Green Bay. It's amazing. Uh, and so uh, I think Garner was on the right track. I like the way he, uh, you know, coached, up-tempo. It was a lot of fun to watch, some pretty good games, competitive in the horizon. And then for this to happen the way it's happened, something tells me uh, it was it was personality-driven. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, there's something behind the scenes that led to this because you don't fire a guy at this point in the off season when he's bringing his recruits and when anybody that might have been a candidate has probably been gobbled up at this point. So it's just it's a very bizarre situation at UW Green Bay. Mark, always a pleasure to talk to you, buddy. Appreciate it. No, I was just going to say always, always good. If you got anything else to add, go ahead. No, I was just going to say the next candidate. It's going to come in on the cheap. I don't know who it's going to be, but uh, it just I think this really sets the program back. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Mark, always good to talk to you, pal. We'll talk to you soon. All right, see you, Bill. There you go. That's Mark Daniels, reporter for, reporter for 1440 AM, 101.9 FM, WNFL in Green Bay. And he's right, man. That's that's a bizarre scenario that went on. That, you know, that's a, that's a weirder story than what went on on Friday regarding the press conference or the teleconference. With Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, but uh, to fire the UW-Green Bay head coach and let that word leak out on a Sunday night is just uh, a little bizarre. Just a very, there's something else below the surface. And uh, I'm sure eventually we're going to find out what it is, but something else going on there. There's no doubt about that. He joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.